Hey, this is Cole Vallis, Tommy Elliott, and Hush from the Fox TV show Gotham, and you're listening to Superhouse. Everything you need to know, Batman. Welcome to Superhouse, everybody, and I am the man that knows too much about Batman video games. Ben Juan, and I am now the man who lives in a world of indeeds with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> this is Wolfie, and I'm the man who knows a little bit too much about <laughs> weed or some shit. Okay. <laughs> weed. Yeah, I actually do know a lot more than I ever thought I'd know about weed. <laughs> Yay. Okay, so a little bit different than usual this week, guys. We are Skyping in because we are all self-quarantining. Yay. I'm, you Yay. know, okay, yes, we're this trying This is the quarantine best. episode. <laughs> Quarantine. Yes. Oh shit! Um, it's a little bit weird, but we're doing it. Um, this kind of brings us back to our old days, whenever we were on Google Hangouts. Anyway, um, back in simpler times. Welcome to our new series in which we cover the Batman video games. All of them. Just kidding. There's too many bat video games to fucking call over. <laughs> you fucking kidding me? Every computer break- game. I've never even never heard arcade. of one. We're breaking it up into three parts. In this first episode, we will be going over the beginnings, the retro gaming age of Batman video games, if you will. Who's Batman? And then, <laughs> and then the going in fresh. And then the next episode, after that, we will be covering the Arkham series. Uh, all of those. There's only four, so it's not so bad. And then uh, in our third installment, Ben takes control once again to regale us with tales of the Telltale games. Ooh. Nice. So, starting off, uh, let's get this out of the out of the room here, the elephant in the room. Wolfie and I are gamers, but Ben, you're not so much of a gamer yourself, right? Uh, not so much. I didn't really grow up with it uh, that much. At most, I had a couple computer games that was like actually kind of close to what Telltale do, where they uh, it's like an interactive movie. So I had and Dracula click. Unleashed... And Sherlock well, Holmes consulting detective. That was it, and I don't think that really counts. Cool. That counts for something. All right, so let's get into it. Uh, the first Batman game ever made was a 1986 3D isometric action adventure game by Ocean Software, which was for the Armstrad PCW. These are old systems, guys. Uh, the Armstrad CB- CPC and the ZX Spectrum and MSX. Uh, but, however, it seems to be kind of mainly known for being on the ZX Spectrum. And I know our UK listeners are hating this pronunciation right now because this system was mainly famous in Britain. It's a British system. And so maybe I should be saying the ZX system. So I'm going to... ZX? Do you have yeah, links say, for this? They say A to Z, Z instead of A to Z. I will be sending links uh, soon. Don't worry. I want to see it. It's a. It's basically uh, like it looks like a black uh, keyboard that uh, connects to some sort of monitor. Doesn't doesn't seem to come with the monitor. Whoa. And cool. it's like it's got this, like that Virtual Boy aesthetic, but it's the, blue. Or, or what I saw was black, but I'm sure there's different oh. versions. Um. Yeah. So this first one and the first few Batman video games were sort of mainly known to be on the ZX Spectrum even though it was on a bunch of other systems as well. Uh, The Spectrum was among the first mainstream audience home computers in the UK, similar in significance to the Commodore 64 in the US. 
The introduction of the ZX Spectrum led to a boom in companies producing software and hardware for the machine, the effects of which are still seen. Some credit it as the machine which launched the UK IT industry. Clive Sinclair, this guy Clint Sinclair seems to be very uh, pivotal uh, in all this. I think he created the ZX. He yeah, sounds he like a Batman the- villain. Clive <laughs> Sinclair. <laughs> he, he the programmer. <laughs> He apparently even received a knighthood for "quote unquote" services to the British industry. Damn. Hmm. So he's legit. Okay. Yeah, he's legit. So, uh, what is the ZX Spectrum? Let's go into that a little bit more. It looks like yes, a black please. keyboard, like we said. <laughs> it's a small. Has like a small rainbow design in the corner. Yeah. It has. Oh, a pretty I didn't cool say the game system itself. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't say the game system itself looked like. The Virtual Boy. I meant like the aesthetic of the game. It has like a blue tint to the, oh to the yeah. graphics. The way that Virtual Boy had like a red tint. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Up. This is a ground zero for for people Wolfie and, and my age. We uh we we started with the NES, the Got first it. Nintendo system. So anything before that, we missed the Atari age pretty much entirely. Unless we had an older brother, or something which we didn't, which I didn't because I I am the oldest. So. Uh yeah, it looks like it has a black keyboard, a small rainbow design in the corner. It has a pretty cool '80s design. Um, I think you bought the monitor separately. It was kind of this cross between, uh, you know, a, a home PC slash a video game system. For I guess the mid '80s, the early to mid '80s. Nah, yeah, mid '80s, I guess. Um, Dang, it yeah. seems like it also used what looks on the surface like just like those cassette tapes, you know, back in the day before even CDs, audio cassette tapes. You could also put software data on those, and it seemed to use that. So it, uh, yeah, like a version of that for basically a kind of cartridge for the system. I love the early days of video games. I was just reading about this, or I was watching a documentary on this guy, something Bear. What's his name? Richard Bear. Yeah. Something like that. And he like designed Pong. They started like just putting circuit boards together and try and using oscillation monitors and shit. Fucking crazy. I'm assuming this thing has a screen, right? Because <laughs> the, the thing that you showed me is just a little keyboard thing. You, no, you attach it, the, a screen to it. It would yeah, be like, okay, yeah, I like figured, a computer I monitor. <laughs> yeah, whatever monitor that you want. Okay. Computers, Plug especially at TV. those times, were so like. What's his name? Uh, like Wozniak. It's like a DIY. It was such a DIY kind of customized thing back yeah. in the day before the '90s came, and you had these like, uh, you know, really well-made packages. I guess maybe late '80s too. But there was this whole like, you know, let's build the whole thing from scratch kind of DIY thing with computing back in the day, and it's kind of gone back to that in some ways. A lot of people make their own gaming PCs and shit For these gaming, days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyway, let's get to the actual game. Batman was developed by Ocean Software, a British software development company that became one of the biggest European video video game developers and publishers of the 1980s and 1990s. Ocean was famous for getting licenses at the time and well into the 90s. I remember seeing their logo on Super Nintendo and Genesis games when I was a kid. They did the Addams Family game. They did RoboCop 2 and 3. They did the Darkman game, the Cool World game, Eek the Cat game, Jurassic Park game, just to name a few. Yeah, Eek the Cat is definitely a relic from the 90s. (laughs) I was like, who the hell is that? Yeah, dude. That was on the Fox Kid. That was Fox Kid Saturday or (laughs) something like that. That was that was along with the uh, X Men block. Eek the Cat was like near the beginning, and X Men was last. They said the best. It was a weird show. 
Yeah, it was it was weird, but it was it was good. I liked Shark it. Anyway. I watched Shark it. Dog. Anyway, Batman. The star coder here was a guy named Jonathan Smith. He went on to make Spider-Man and X-Men Arcade's Revenge for the SNES and Looney Tunes back in action for Game Boy Advance, as well as a shitload of other ZX Spectrum games and more. Hell yeah. Okay, so let's get to the plot of this game. The first Batman game, everybody. So I'd like you guys now to make a guess as to what, without looking it up, what is the plot of the first Batman video game, Go Ben? Uh, he has to repair the bat computer. You, man, you are not <laughs> that far off. Uh, <laughs> I figured it was something lame. <laughs> Wolfie, Wolfie. What's the plot of the this Batman game? Just guess it, yeah. Is it loosely based off of the movie? There's no movie. This There's is no 80, movie. 86, this is 86. Right? This is 86, yes. That's good oh, to remember. Shit. They They made an 89 version, too, my bad. They um, did, yeah, but we'll get to that Batman in a minute. Batman has to fight ghosts. <laughs> it's not bad, not bad, but uh, they did get shit wrong a lot back in the day. But no, uh, okay. apparently was Robin it? was repairing the Batcraft, a bat hovercraft, <laughs> when he okay. was kidnapped. Before of Batman course. can even begin to go rescue him, he must reassemble the Batmobile, or the Batcraft, I guess, from its seven parts. <laughs> I see now. I was on the wrong Wikipedia page. So... <laughs> you don't rescue him you repair it and then the game yes. ends then no you repair it and then you go rescue robin oh okay thank god <laughs> that's the He's whole a game slight, slightly chubby batman and he goes to <laughs> and he fights through these like 150 isometric rooms to yeah. go to to find the pieces and then fin- and then go save robin uh the game is more based off the comic than the show I guess okay. uh, people were still trying to forget the Adam West show. This was during the days probably when Adam West wasn't as, you know, people... There was that time yeah. when people thought he was super lame, you know? Right. So, this is like Dark Knight Returns that just come out in 86, so we're yes. approaching that time. I don't know exactly the months in comparison, but... Uh, Not your daddy's Batman. Yeah. Ocean Games, new Batman game. New I'm going to send you a picture of this. This has a, It's known for having this chubby-looking Batman, too, uh... Take a look at this. Who are you calling chubby? So, yeah, the game was originally green and black monochrome, but I did find a lot of videos where is there's other colors. So yeah, I guess I there's been upgrades for, to the ZX Spectrum uh, after that that allowed for a few more colors, but I guess uh, I guess the first first version was that green and black monochrome. The game is also notable notable for implementing an early example of a save game system uh, that allows really? play, allows players to restart from an intermediate point in the game. So they didn't have that before this? That's ridiculous. You'd be surprised, man, because <laughs> like in the NES days, uh, the way they got around this was uh, you would have passwords. So when you died, you got a password so you can go back to a certain yeah. point in the game. So when we were kids, we'd have to bring out this little piece of paper and fucking write it down because there's no fucking save at the time. Also, you know, with... The whole the system just could not save because you had no you had no ram what's it no no memory uh, at that time you know that's this is just mm-hmm. early even Super mm-hmm. Nintendo even probably no I guess N sixty four saved but no I guess Super Nintendo saved too but definitely like some a lot games of saved on Super Nintendo like RPGs certain games yeah yeah certain games yeah. but but Sega Genesis was the same too you had to like start from the beginning if you fucked up or remember that password. Uh, yeah that yeah. must have really sucked when you got it close to the end. Oh, yes. Whoever got close to the end back in those days. People didn't beat games back in the day all that much. Really? That was too hard. I can finally rescue Robin. Oh, fuck, I can't. There wasn't, there's not a whole lot of music. Uh, It's mostly these, like, just 
old school beep sounds. Gameplay basically has you uh, going through the Batcave, dodging enemies and trying to collect Batcraft pieces. Um, There are a few power-ups. Batman has a bat bag that allows you to pick up and drop (laughs) objects. Jet bat boots that allow you to jump. A thruster that allows road runnering. (laughs) What? (laughs) Low-gravity bat belt. A low-gravity bat belt that keeps you in the air for longer. (laughs) This is very Schumacher-esque. So, yeah, it's a little bit Schumacher on that one. (laughs) So, wait, wait. So this is the Batcraft. They couldn't call it the Batmobile? They call it, it's a it's a bat craft. They call it it's a bat hovercraft. Oh, yeah. Huh. Well, shit. He didn't have that. Yeah, they were totally making this shit up as they were going along. They were making this part up quite. They a had bit, the license. Yeah. They're like, we know there's a Batman and a Robin. Eh, let's just throw something together. Yes. <laughs> uh, bit great. of trivia. The uh, in the main menu, he's holding what a, what appears to be a shield, which makes him look like Bat Captain America. But uh, once you f- find out the story, of course, you can just assume this is a fucking hubcap. <laughs> <laughs> That's lame. They yeah. uh, Adam West had something. He had a he had the bat shield at one point. Uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, Maybe that's so. It. I'm sure people assumed that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's the bat shield from the show. Like, no, it's a fucking hubcap that he has to repair the damn. Yeah, it's not that craft. cool. <laughs> it's kind of an early platformer. Yeah, it's it's pretty pretty early platformer. I don't really like the 3D isometric view that much in games. Not even in not even in modern games. By the way, isometric essentially means it's a top down view. You're looking down on the character, but it's up uh, and at an angle instead of right over your character. So uh, it's just yeah. the the fact that it's at an angle. I I just never really like that a whole lot. And especially when you play these older games, the controls really aren't that great. So <laughs> like the when you play these older games, it's like the uh, Part of the difficulty is the controls themselves. Yeah. I liked of, uh, Haunting starring Ghoul Guy or whatever the fuck that guy's name was. Poultry Guy. That oh, was yeah, that was pretty cool. Game. Yeah, I guess there's there's, there's some gems here and there. I mean, This even one this game, actually looks great, man. Some of these graphics are amazing. Some of these levels look awesome. It's it's funny, right? Because we're used to, like, like, we grew up console gaming, right, uh, Wolfie? Mm-hmm. Right. So, like, we know nothing of this, like, early computer gaming that's true. Uh, I never got Commodore or anything like that. I remember some the first game system I ever played was Atari 2600, and it had uh, that Pitfall game. Oh, and yeah. Smurfs. Smurfs was the very first game I played. <laughs> Fucking Smurfs. I've never played. <laughs> My first game was, was Top Gun for Nintendo. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then we got an NES like a, about a year later. That was fucking awesome. Super Mario all day. Super nice. Mario 2 all day. Yeah, once you get looking at these, I'm looking at these uh, pictures from the game, and this is the weirdest looking Batcave I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a vagina. Yeah. Everything's green or yellow. Like I mean, it's all the dungeons. coloring, and then it's just <laughs> boxes. He's like just moved in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they were trying their best, Ben. <laughs> I fed, there's like rooms that have like Iron Maidens in them and fucking cages and eyeballs. There's a room that has yin yangs in it. There's a room that has teeth in the walls. This shit's weird. <laughs> Pretty good. I've I've played it on emulator. It's it's okay for what it is, you know, for the time period. It's fine. Uh, but uh, the game was received well at the time. Uh, Crash is a game magazine back in the day. I think a British one as well gave it a ninety three percent. Really, <laughs> Your Sinclair. Best Batman game. 
And there was a whole magazine named after Sinclair. Your Sinclair was the name. These are all British gaming mags, I think. Uh, gave it a 9 out of 10. Sinclair user. This is another fucking magazine. Gave it five stars and rated it as a quote-unquote classic. The game went to number two in the UK sales charts behind a game called World Cup Carnival. <laughs> One magazine said, The Batman character, how can we put it? Just perfect. <laughs> he looks just right in his cloak, which billows out behind him as he you know, flips up and jumps about. <laughs> he... If you leave him alone for too long, he looks disgustedly out at the screen at you. <laughs> disgustedly. <laughs> Puts his hand on his hip and taps his foot impatiently, just like Rockford and Boulder Dash. <laughs> also, I guess Sonic might have stole this whole thing. I was just Sonic, gonna say, really? Sonic yeah. does this whole exact thing in the Genesis, but I was anyway, just gonna say. the was guy ends the, the guy ends the ends the review with. Fly down to fly down to your local bat shop and demand a copy of the game. You must be batty if you don't. <laughs> you show this guy Arkham City, his head would explode. <laughs> yes, exactly. My exactly. Word. <laughs> uh, but anyway, that's it for the first one. Uh, moving on All to the right. second Batman video game ever was called Batman colon the Caped Crusader. Mm, nice. So two years after this very successful Batman game, again, it's the first one too, so it's kind of a low bar anyway, and it's 1986 gaming, of course, so let's keep that in mind. So Ocean Software wanted to do it again. Batman the Caped Crusader is an action-adventure game developed by special effects software this time, but Jonathan Smith is still on it as well as Zach Townsend, Charles Davies, Keith Tenman, just to name a few. Um, it's, it says it's published by Ocean Software. So uh, what this means is it's like producing versus directing as far as I can tell. Again, I'm not 100% on this. Please correct right. me at uh, superhousepodcast at gmail.com or comment on us. But it's uh, basically special effects software, I think, programmed it, and then Ocean just front of the money. Um, right. So anyway... Um, and also Data East uh, and Herb Software, E-R-B-E, were also mm -hmm. uh, part of this for the North American release of it. Um, Wolfie probably remembers Data East. Uh, East what? This was the second uh, game ever, of course, but still not related to the movie just yet. As with many of the other Ocean releases, the Commodore 64 port came in a separate cassette and disc releases. The North American NTSC version was based on the latter. The disc version contained slightly remixed music and the different and had different uh, had different enemy spawns. Aside from sharing the same protagonist, same protagonist, the game is completely unrelated to the first game. This becomes a little too obvious once you take a look at it. the the the, the most notable feature of this game is that uh, it has the comic panel look. This is probably the first game yeah. to have that. Nice. So you, go, you walk through a comic, pa comic panel, you go through a door, and you exit out of another comic panel. Uh, oh, that's cool. Very, cool. very ahead of its time. This is much closer to what we would see in pretty much all the all the like 2D platforming video games. It, went, it changed the uh, 3D isometric view as well to a standard 2D view this time around. A little this bit better, works. I think. Actually, I like the style between the two. It's like crazy. You have these two very distinct Batman games that both in their own right, I would say, look pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely like 
they 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 found their stride and yeah. this is how we're going to be doing it until we get to 3D pretty much i mean the basics of it and remember what i said about the two the cassette so there's two sides on this one story for each side so side a the story was called a bird in the hand and it focused mm. of course on penguin as a main oh, adversary <laughs> I thought you were going to say there was like some other made up bullshit that they were going to do and they had to go into another backcraft just to like fight no. some bird man. This one's definitely like a lot closer to the comics, I, si- I think. Uh, I think they had more time with it too, probably. The first one was probably like, oh, you got a month. Good luck. So Penguin is the first Batman villain in a video game. It seems like it because he's side A. Nice. Yes, probably okay. so, because side B is called a fate worse than death, or a feat, hmm. maybe, because that's F-E-T-E, uh, and that, that that means a celebration or festival. I looked it up. So a feat worse than death. There's trying to have a wordplay here. And that, of course, has the Joker as the main villain. Oh, okay. I thought what? it was going to be Footman. <laughs> Footman. So a, a, celebration, a celebration worse than death, I guess. I don't know. Let's I, let's just let them have it. Weird. Okay. <laughs> Maybe if that word is more popular in British English. Again, please send us <laughs> an, an email on that one. Okay. So yeah, one story per side of the tape. That's really cool. Uh, the gameplay involves Batman using punches, using punches and kicks, and it has his batarang this time around nice. as he fights villains henchmen, and he also solves puzzles. Oh yes. Yeah, surprised actually. Yes, yeah. I love it. Greatest detective already. Yeah, <laughs> so there's a little bit more. Uh, the puzzle solving is kind of you know trying to emulate the detective part of Batman as well. So mm. and we kind of lose the chubby Batman uh, for a more you know something that you would expect. You know, it looks a lot more in shape this time around. Just since you guys, what he looks like. It looks way better. Yeah, it looks way better. Looks like he's kind of jacked, actually, even with these yeah. uh, yeah. kind of like small, these uh, low-end graphics. Uh, well, really good, really good graphics for the time, though. And what game was this? This is Batman: The Caped Crusader for the ZX Spectrum. This is the other side of the cassette. No, 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 no. This no, is a totally different so game. First okay. game, just one side. This okay. game, second game, two sides. Yeah. <laughs> All right, got it. They don't really call him Cape Crusader that much anymore, do they? No, they don't. They probably should bring like that. should be the subtitle of the next thing. one after the Batman. Boom. The Batman and the Cape Crusader, because it was like Dark Knight was taken, so we got to find some nickname thing yeah. for the second movie <laughs> of this trilogy. But I'm don't in. do Dark Knight. Anyway, yeah, so the game did prioritize uh, puzzle solving over hand-to-hand fighting, but there is also hand-to-hand fighting in that. This uh, panel-to-panel uh, aesthetic in video games would go on to be uh, what wasn't really used a whole lot in, in, in a lot of other games, but it was used much later in Comic Zone for Genesis. Do you remember that, Wolfie? Yeah, that was a fun game. He would like it was really '90s too, because he would like rip through each panel. It'd be really dramatic. Um, interesting game for sure. Yeah, that that game was was actually if you were giving somebody like a list of some of the best Genesis games. It's got to be on yeah. there. That was that was such a great yeah, game. Yeah, for sure. It did something that also it came with the fucking Nomad, the portable Genesis console. That did was it the come game with you it? Got with it, so anybody who shelled out money for the Nomad got that game for <laughs> first. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know anybody who did that. I had a Game Gear, that was cool. But oh yeah, Game hey, Gear taking was a chance cool on a new game peripheral. There's no shame in that. Did you That's own Comic thing. Zone, Wolfie? 
I did. I, I emulated Comic Zone a lot later. Actually, I've only played a few stages, but I do remember the art quite a bit, and it was very like Jim Lee X Men kind of inspired, maybe even a little bit of image uh, stylistically. Yeah, it was. I remember. I I can't vouch for it being like the greatest game ever, but I remember it being a lot of fun and really fucking cool looking. Your Sinclair gave this second Batman uh, video game a nine out of ten once again, praising the colorful and expressive <laughs> graphics. Huge fan. Yeah, for their own <laughs> system, right? Uh, Computer Gaming World. That might be an American one. I'm not sure. Uh, also gave it a positive review, praising the graphics again. Uh, also, it said that the Atari ST's graphics were better than the Commodore 64's at the time. So there you go on that one. Since it was more of a puzzle-solving game, it actually uh, turned some people off. So that maybe there were some people that just wanted just action. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it definitely had a lot of fans even despite all that. And it also had this review from Crash Magazine in, from January 1989. So this is j just before the movie comes out. But what perhaps is most brilliant of all is that there, is ac there are actually two games, one here, one substantially harder than the other, but both equally Brillsville. Brillsville, A bird in the hand, the easier one, finds you trying to switch off a renegade computer, which is, is holed up in, in the Penguin's Mansion, well, what? a fete worse than death. Wait, <clears throat> a fate worse fete. than death has you burying around the sewers of Gotham City trying to defuse ten bombs planted by the Joker. Before you can go off and rescue Robin from being crushed by a roller coaster at the local fair. He's always a boy hostage, Robin. You do tend to get shot at a lot or bumped into by particularly aggressive little penguins, but, um, but, fortunately, <laughs> your, but fortunately your energy only drops a bit each time. So you can withstand a fair, of sh a fair of shots as well as zinging your batarang at your enemies. You can also boot them in the gorbles. <laughs> you can also boot them in the gorbles <laughs> by pressing three buttons simultaneously. In the gorbles, indeed. I told you it was clever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and as and as with the best of these games, there's always the next challenge. Where's the safe? Where's the security pass? W which flipping door does the lockpick unlock? That keeps you playing, and playing, and playing. So yet another triumph for Ocean, and without a doubt, special effects finest achievement so far. I know what I want for Christmas. Woo! Nice. <laughs> Very good indeed. Yes. Wait, so you're trying to- Gotta get my accent game. You're trying to switch off a, com a renegade computer in the mansion? You're not actually going up against Penguin? We gotta solve the problem at hand. We'll I do about. appreciate well, the puzzle <laughs> shit, though, because that's like it's it's like carrying over the whole Adam West problem solver shit that happened totally. whenever he was up against the Riddler. So I get it. Okay, so moving on to the third one, the third oh. ever Batman video game ever was. We finally made it, guys. Batman the movie. Yes. Oh, the video game. In on ZX Spectrum. Bats are men. Well, this is, of course, the first video game based on a Batman movie. Wow. Oh, came out one? the same year as the movie, 1989. <laughs> Once again, Ocean Software. New authors this time were Mike Lamb, Don Drake, Matthew Cannon, and probably more. Well, maybe that was just these three. Man, you never know. These early video game days, it was a different, <laughs> yeah. different deal entirely. 
What was different about this one was that Commodore UK reached an agreement with Ocean Software to bundle the game with the Amiga 500 computers. Uh, Amiga is another kind of like half gaming PC, half regular PC, which I personally would see sometimes in gaming magazines way back in the day. But Amiga, I think, was more popular in Europe Mm -hmm. because we, I don't know, like, Wolfie, you didn't know anybody that had an Amiga, right? What else could you do with these things aside from like play the games that they i'm pretty sure there were early like word processor shit early mm-hmm. excel spreadsheet type of shit you know real basic program shit calculators yeah um again correct us please but uh but yeah I, I think it's it was it wasn't you could do some normal computing shit on it hmm. cool Fuck yeah. And it wasn't on your TV. It was on its own monitor. I'm pretty sure that was another major difference. Come on over and play Pong on my 25-inch monitor, baby. <laughs> oh, my God. It's <laughs> exactly. so big. Yeah. <laughs> so between right, October 1989, I'm a, that's a little bit after the movie, actually. But mm-hmm. anyway, it's, it's still good timing. Uh, and September 1990, Amiga 500 machines were sold in the U.K. with Batman-themed boxes. And the game New Zealand Story, FA-18 Interceptor, Deluxe Paint, and a couple, maybe some other games actually as well. But they called this bundle the Amiga 500 Batman Pack. Nice. And included the, of course, included the game. It was the first time that a major licensed game was bundled with a system and launched at the same time. I actually find that kind of crazy to believe, but that's what, it's, it's early enough that maybe that is the case. It might be the first video game. Batman might be the first video game bundle. This is before Nintendo, you know. Cool. Totally see this feeding into Batmania of that year. That year was insane, which is people having that logo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That looks great, man. I would have bought it. I don't even know what half that shit does. Let's just get it I, on. Again, no monitor. I think. I think it just comes <laughs> with the keyboard that has the yeah. computer and the keyboard. That's how it was. It was you would buy the components and then you know you'd buy the software as you had met the specs. Of what was so weird to, to me, run him. but yeah, I get it. The early just, days. That was the times, man. That was the times. I was still shitting my diapers. So the synopsis for the game. From the dark streets of Gotham City to the deepest corners <laughs> of the criminal underworld comes the caped crusader as you've never Ta-da. seen him before. Incredibly strong, armed to the teeth, and ready to put his life on the line for the sake of all on a search and destroy mission to end the Joker's reign of terror. He leaps, yeah. he flies, he dodges enemy fire, and delivers it right back with a vengeance. Kick his ass. That's <laughs> awesome. Kick his ass. Let's do this. I'm ready. <laughs> that was exhilarating. <laughs> the game consists of five levels based on events from the movie. Each stage has a time limit and a health gauge represented by Batman's face turning into the Jokers. Anything really? worth That's doing weird. ain't easy, folks. So this is like before the Batman who laughs. Yes. In the first level, uh, it's a side-scroller game, side-scrolling gameplay. Batman fights his way through the Axis chemical plant to confront Jack Napier, yeah. knocking him into a vat of chemicals and turning him into the Joker. Batman can use his batarangs and grapple gun to defeat enemies. The grapple gun can also be used to climb to higher platforms and swing across gaps, which mm-hmm. is might be the first time. Actually, this Cake Crusader might have had that as well. Uh, but yeah, this is still, this is like pretty early on with the, with the, all the back gadgets. I know the first, I don't think the first game had the, had the grappling the, gun. The swing, yeah, the grappling gun wasn't really that big until the movie made it big. Like Burton yeah. didn't really come up with it, but it was like, it became a thing 
around that time. Okay. So I, I, I would buy it if this is the first uh, time that he's using that in the game. In a game. Okay. Okay, cool. Now this is still Ocean Games, correct? Still Ocean. Holy shit. They're just Ocean's knocking the, them out of the park. They got the, Ocean they got the rights. Have a fountain yeah. that pours champagne in the office and shit. So the art style is a little bit reminiscent of Silver Age Batman and has some Bronze Age elements, but of course also has a lot of the movie influence mm-hmm. in there as well. Yeah, he's blue. He's blue in the game, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, they went I with that blue look. <laughs> Wait, what game system was this on? I missed everything you said. This is on Z- <laughs> the ZX Spectrum again, and also, Still? of course, the, the Amiga 500. Yeah, we are All not right. quite yet to the NES just there yet. There was an NES. Okay, okay. I'm getting confused so here. Because Still three or my four frame years, of reference you know? is. Don't worry. We're going to get there. Thank you. I'm sorry. This ZX game, and of course, Amiga 500, was number one on the Spectrum charts for February of 1990. It was a, a game of the year by Crash Magazine. Computer Gaming World recommended the Amiga version to all action fans. They did say that the Commodore 64 version of it was a little bit too buggy. Mm-hmm. It was seen as one of the best movie tie-ins uh, ever at the time. Now let's get to the one that most people our age know, Batman the Video Game by Sunsoft for NES. For the regular Nintendo, the NES, uh, whatever you call it, the Famicom, Famicom system. Famicom. Uh, in, J- in Japan. Yep, Family Computer. <laughs> that was the name in Japan. So, we uh, Ocean is no longer involved for whatever reason. I do not know uh-huh. why. They lost Sorry, the license. Ocean. Something happened along the way here, but Sunsoft takes over. Uh, they make the uh, 1989 release in Japan for the Famicom, which is uh, the Famicom is the regular Nintendo, of course. And then a few months later in 1990, they released the North American version. And then a few months after that, Europe finally gets it. This is generally how it happened back in the day, especially Japan first, then America, then Europe. Sunsoft was mainly known. You probably remember Sunsoft, right, Wolfie? Oh, yeah. Sunsoft, I think, did Bomberman, if I'm remembering. No, that's Hudson Soft. Never mind. Anyway, uh, they they did. Uh, they were really famous for making the Adams Family game as well, uh, as a, and a lot more others. Uh, but anyway, the plot in this one is the citizens of Gotham City are busy planning the city's 200th anniversary festival, but there is not much to celebrate. Crime and violence rule the city. After Jack Napier falls into a vat of chemicals and becomes the Joker, he he now has terrorize the population by spreading poisonous DDID nerve gas all over town. Son of a bitch. The only man who can free the city from the Joker's evil clutches is the one and only Batman. The NES title is arguably the best known. It contains five levels culminating in a showdown with the Joker in the bell tower of the Gotham Cathedral. Nice. A number number of notable DC Comics villains appear as low-level minions in the game as well. Including oh, about this. Deadshot, KG Beast, Maxi Zeus, Heatwave, Shakedown, Night Slayer. The bosses are Killer Moth. Jesus, that's a deep dive. Those are deep <laughs> cuts. Device known as Machine Intelligence System, the Electrocutioner, a machine known as Dual Container Alarm, Firebug, and of course, the Joker. 
there was a Genesis uh, slash Mega Drive version of this game also developed by Sunsoft. Hey everybody, it's Andrew. I just wanted to tell you about our friend Israel's retro gaming shop, RetroCo. If you go to retro-ko.com, you'll be able to see all of his retro gaming goodies. If you wanted to get that Sega Saturn hidden gem from back in the day, or if you wanted to get the Famicom disc system that you never got as a kid, or any other type of retro game that you were into, or uh, import game, please go to RetroCo.com. That's Retro-KO.com. And if you use the Superhouse code Johnson's Ballsack, you'll be able to get a little bit of a discount at checkout. So please, once again, if you could just go to RetroCo.com, you can also go to Facebook.com slash RetroCo with no hyphen. That's R-E-T-R-O-K-O. You'll be able to find him on Facebook as well. If you were looking for that PlayStation import game that you never got, if you were looking for that Mega Drive game that you never got, or any other kind of retro game, any import game, it could even be European. Israel also curates bundles at RetroCo, and he'll curate that bundle just for you. So please go check him out. If you put in the code Johnson's Ballsack at checkout, you'll receive a Superhouse discount. Uh, Was it as good? Uh, it says, unlike the NES version, the plot is actually a lot more similar to the film. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, kids, back in the day, if you had a Super Nintendo game and then you had that exact same game to come out for Genesis, it'd actually be a little different. <laughs> yeah. Like, there That's was actually cool. some reason to buy... If you, had, if you were lucky enough to have both systems, there was, if you know, if you were a super fan you could buy both versions and, and enjoy slightly different things about it. So I remember Earthworm, I think Earthworm Jim was like that. And mm-hmm. I think Aladdin Street Fighter was a little different. Those were different. Yeah. The fighting games were definitely different. Yeah. I, so. I remember playing on both NES and Sega Genesis, this Batman game. They're both great. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Genesis one just could like, uh, process more, uh, detail in its graphics and stuff. And it was just, they were the same, but they were so different. Great game. Yeah, yeah. There was there was enough different about it because I remember I would like we would own yeah. the Super Nintendo version, but then rent the Genesis version or something sometimes, and it was fun. It was fun to notice the differences in games, you know. This was like the first of like the remake age or the the remaster kind of age in some ways, like going from eight bit to sixteen bit. It's really yeah. The same there was a little bit of that, yeah. But but it's like it's so much more beefed up, and I think the Genesis one came out about like two years after the the NES one, and it was just like, oh my god, hell yeah, Batman on Genesis, let's do this. It's funny and to it's remember too, up. like Genesis came out before Super Nintendo, but I didn't even really know about it in my kid brain until after I had a Super Nintendo. So welcome uh, to kid brain. Yeah, my kid brain. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so for Kid Brains, did you guys know who these different rogues gallery guys were, or were they just like no. random dudes? Hell no. I especially knew this who time. the Joker was. That guy's scary. Yeah. <laughs> this is really early on. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of play mechanics, Wolfie, uh, this game also famously has the grappling hook, yes. and you can do a wall jump similar to what you would yes. see in Ninja Gaiden. Uh, yeah. which was very cool. Love the wall jump, love the wall hang. Perfect for Batman. Great play mechanic, still yeah. holds up. I he has always... the Batarang, the Bat Disc. He has a Bat Spear Gun. 
and uh, and I and I think some more, but that's all I have listed now. But yeah, spear I always gun, appreciate. I always appreciate any game that has like a swinging rope mechanic. Throwback to Bionic Commando on the NES. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Such such freedom in that kind of mechanic, and it's Batman, man. That's all you need to make Batman great is very simple ingredients. Exactly, and just use the until uh, utility belt. There's your power ups right there. Let me swing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this um, two dollar Charles is hitting. Two dollar Charles. <laughs> okay, so also let's talk about this. This is kind of another elephant in the room. Um, I want you guys to take a gander at the bat suit here. This okay. game, famously right. known for the purple bat suit. Oh yeah, I've seen. A recoloring of uh, of, of a uh, really high end yes. like, Michael Keaton Batman, but they colored him completely purple. Yeah, like this like a, a, Nico, a Nico Neca, toy. Neca did it. Yeah. Neca, 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 Neca. So they did. Yeah, Neca, Neca, and even movie. Funko. I know you don't like Funko, but still, yep. just to, just to list the the toys made for this, there are I like Funko, Funko and and Neca have have purple Batman suits. Um, so mm-hmm. regarding this, some say it was due to system limitations at the time. I don't buy that completely, but you do have a black background on some old ass graphics and you want a black background because yeah. you want to play Gotham at night. And then you're going to have a black suit character on top of a black background. It's just really not going to work with these kind of graphics. Sure. So it kind of makes sense that I don't know why they didn't go with blue or something like that, but I guess I just thought purple was a little bit more striking. So yeah. they went with I think purple. It's beautiful. It's pretty cool. It's cool. It's a cool you little go, you know. purple Batman. You go. It's a cool nostalgia thing. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. cool. I, I'll accept it. I love it for sure. I love it. On top of that, the it, it 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 was known for having some of the best graphics, some of the most detailed sprites on the NES out of any game at the time. So they did put a lot of work into this. The prototype version of this game had some significant differences. Um, it had a one-up icon, which it did not have in the final version. It had entirely different cutscenes, and uh, these cutscenes were pixelated versions of Brian Bolland's panels of the Killing Joke. Uh, nice. The last so. boss was Firebog, Firebug, Firebug. <laughs> Again, instead of the choice of villains, and this is weird. Instead of <laughs> yeah, no Joker as the final boss. So I guess I, they Ooh. they might not have known the the script for the movie. I don't really know what was going on, and I right. guess Firebug was popular in the comics at the time. I don't really know what's going on there. He got guys yeah. like he's hard to hit with a battering. Like, what the fuck? That's they the changed that logic. to better reflect the movie, at least a little bit more in the final version. So yeah, in the final the final level spoilers, but this game is like thirty years old or more. <laughs> Wait. You pummel the Joker into submission in the NES version, <laughs> and then uh, Batman chucks him off the cathedral roof drop, oh, rooftop, <laughs> and which is kind of out of character, but that's what that's what happens in the game. It's <laughs> more so, of a hand in that Joker's death than he did in the movie. Yes, exactly. So I, they wanted to be more badass, I guess. I don't know why, but that's what they chose. I think they so, weren't really thinking about the no-kill thing at the time. Fuck yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Bad guys uh, get got, boy. I mean, it wasn't really established in the movie either, so they're just like, all right, whatever. He's throwing, he threw Ray Charles down the fucking bell tower, so. Yeah. He didn't want to dirty his hands. Sometimes <laughs> you got to get dirty to get results. Despite the changes from the movie, the game was well-received. 
the NES version had mostly positive reviews. All Game editor Brett Allen Weiss called the game, quote-unquote, one of the best superhero games for the NES. I don't know how many there were at the time, but I guess there was more than one by this time the NES came out. They also considered this game to be one of the most difficult games released for the NES. That is correct. Uh, you find this... You find this ha- happening a lot with Batman games for some reason, especially at this time. They're all kind of hard. You just had to like hone your fucking instincts, man. You had to get good to get further along. I don't remember like ever like beating a whole lot of games back in the day either. You know, you, you no would like way. Pl- first game play I a built game. Was... Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. What was your first game? First game I beat probably just by myself was Metal Gear Solid Two. Damn, sorry, PS2 level. PS2 oh, days. Damn. PS1. Yeah, but up until that, I was just playing casual, and I beat that shit, and I rubbed in my brother's face because it was his game, and he had yet to beat it. First game I beat was uh, Bugs Bunny's Crazy Castle for regular Nintendo. (laughs) Hell yeah. Anyway, moving on. You're the (laughs) man. Because that's not cool at all. (laughs) Okay. um. (laughs) Um, I actually never owned this game, Wolfie. Did you? Uh, Yeah, hell yeah. Definitely, I rented it, but I didn't own Genesis, it. Genesis, and uh, probably didn't have it on NES, but I definitely played a lot of this game. It, it is hard. Yeah, it was tough, but I remember liking. It, I just didn't own it. So uh, the game is also known for having some of the best soundtrack soundtracks on the NES. It was composed by a guy named Naoki Kodaka, and this is the one that has the Streets of Desolation song that I was familiar with. Okay. Well, I didn't know there were two '89 Batman movie video games. <laughs> Dude, they sold the license all over town, man. (laughs) There was a lot going on with that at the time. Okay, the next one is uh, Batman Return of the Joker for the NES. What? The original Return of the Joker. The Return of the Joker, man. Does this have anything to do with a comic book of the same name or or anything happening in on TV at the time? It it had nothing to do with the movie, and had it was trying to be more closely uh, related to the comics. But I don't think it's really based on any particular comic storyline. Cool. It says that it's entirely self-contained. Cool. Fuck yeah. Whole Batman adventure to uncover, folks, if you have not yet. Batman drives the Batmobile and the Batwing from the 89 film, though, in this one. I think it was called Revenge of the Joker instead of Return of the Joker for the Sega Genesis version. Again, there are always some differences uh, between releases and then there's a completely different version of this game also for Game Boy in 1992 so yeah they're all different but this again this game is also made by Sunsoft uh, this game is one of the most technically advanced games for the NES some of the best graphics of it out of any game for the system if you can take a look here great cover too the Joker has these has Batman symbol in his eyes. Yeah. You have a That's blue terrifying. and you have a gray and black a gray and blue Batman. Uh look at this background. This Joker's in this like weird machine thing. Mm-hmm. What but, the hell? It's like a level of Metroid. 
Yeah, but I mean, for NES, this is really, really good, I think. That also looks like Brian Boland Joker again. Yes. If you click out of that picture, you will see the cover uh, to this game. And uh, yeah, very creepy. I actually do not remember this as a kid. Wow. What the but, hell? Uh, Game Boy had really great cases, by the way. They did. I think this is the just the regular Nintendo case you're seeing here, though. Oh, okay. Off the website, there was, yeah, there was a... Oh, that's the one I clicked, sorry. So did they explain what Joker was returning from? Well, Ben, I'd like you to read this. This is the synopsis for the game. If you have any accents in your uh, up your sleeve, <laughs> I'd love to hear Depends it. Depends on what is in the thing. Let's see. This is taken from the <laughs> NES game manual itself. Precious metals are mysteriously missing from Gotham City mines. One of these metals is a highly toxic composition which is used to build explosives for missiles. Gotham City police have exhausted their resources and frantically called to Batman for help. He knows the scheme can only be the insane workings of one criminal mastermind. The Joker has returned. We got you, Great. son of a bitch. We got, yeah, we need Gordon <laughs> saying, we got you, you son of a bitch. I just said it. Batman must follow the trail to the Joker's secret hideaway before it's too late. It won't be easy, though. The Cape Crusader must use his new arsenal of weapons to defeat the Joker's evil henchmen and rely on his acrobatic strength and wit to overcome the obstacles that block his way. Gotham City is relying on you to stop the return of the Joker. Nice. Look at this box art. It's beautiful, man. I love it. it yeah, it, it's amazing. It's a good one. It's good. Sunsoft's FME 7 mapper chip was used for this, which is apparently, uh, you know, back in the day, you could upgrade the hardware in the software. If you remember, if anybody remembers the, um, what do they call it, the Super FX chip they used in uh, the Star Fox release for Super Nintendo. Uh -huh. You know, if you, had, if you had a cartridge, you could actually up the graphics a little bit within the cartridge if you spent the extra money on that. Right. So... I think that's what they did for this, which is why the graphics look so good for the NES, especially. So uh, it was used on, it was pretty common in Famicom cartridges within Japan, but this was never used on international releases, releases until this game. So that part is a little bit of interesting trivia. Also interesting trivia, within Japan, this game is actually known as Dynamite Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I do not know why. It's he just a name. <laughs> yeah. Because he is dynamite. There, it's a side-scrolling game. Dynamite you defeat Batman. five bosses, uh, five levels with five bosses. Uh, Batman is armed with a utility belt. Once again, uh, you collect various types of icons throughout the stages in order to shoot different types of batarangs and projectiles. Batman only has one type of batarang in the Game Boy version, though. Uh, the console version of the game uses a password feature. Again, passwords, guys. Passwords. No <laughs> saves. <laughs> yeah, that Game Boy cover is beautiful, man. The blue and the gray and the white and the Joker. The Game Boy, version, Game Boy version allows you to select the player. Uh, select Allows the player to select the level at the, at the beginning of the game as well. So that was always cool. That was what was cool about Mega Man games. You can kind of choose which order you wanted to go in. Uh, which was not super common at the time. Um, so compared to the original game, which was pretty brutal, especially towards the end of, of, of the first NES game, Return of the Joker is a little bit more moderate in its difficulty, uh, which is pretty cool, I think. 
the levels include a snowy landscape, a moving train, military base, and the sewers. Two levels require you to run and dodge explosions while vehicles keep pace in the background. Some levels also have Batman-activated jetpack and play through a short side-scrolling shooter. Hell yeah. In this game, the bat suit is gray and blue. The purple suit is gone, sadly. (laughs) 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 You want the purple suit. He's like, that didn't work. I have conflicted feelings about this, but I'm willing to accept it to move on. Exactly. Interesting. So they could never really do the black and gray. It was always the blue and blue and gray, unless with exception yeah. of the purple. I bet. I bet there's a lot to that with like film and video and camera and broadcast and stuff. That makes. They probably want too many like black characters too, as far as like a black suit. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Really? But I mean, just like the the Arkham style or the the traditional black and gray, they weren't really going for that because I guess because of what Andrew was saying, we we're just like uh, like a black. If he's if there's an ounce of black right. in his costume against the black background, he's gonna disappear. Yeah, yep. exactly, exactly. Black does save on graphics though. That's why Mario, like a lot of the backgrounds are black because they're saving on uh, on actually uh, space on the game. Uh, but yeah, anyway, that's very uh, practical. EGM Electronic Gaming Monthly. That was my personal favorite gaming magazine back in the day. Oh yeah. Uh, sorry, Game Pro scripture. fans. That was the tome. Of wisdom. EGM was the shit back in the day. I looked forward to that coming in the mail every. Was, it was heavy. Yeah, it was especially thick. especially they, EGM was so popular. They they had EG they had EGM two. They had two magazines. They were that popular. It was delicious. Yeah, very good. Although they were copying Famitsu Weekly in Japan at the time quite a bit, which is fine. Issue number 28, they gave it an 8 out of 10, saying, The Joker is causing trouble in Gotham City, and there's only one body-stocking wearer who is superhero enough to stop him. The Batman. There are 20 platform levels to beat, and though the initial difficulty level is set quite high, the gameplay is addictive enough to keep you coming back. All in all, a first-class game. I they never really... thought body stalking would be a description yeah. of Batman. <laughs> they really <laughs> body stalking knight. That, that lame <laughs> costume description in there. Batman is back. That's like next to saying like your favorite character that runs around in his pajamas. You fucking <laughs> <man> children. <laughs> it is, yeah, it just sounds like somebody who doesn't know anything about Batman. He's like, I don't know how to describe him. He's in a fucking costume. Yeah, we'll just call him body stalking. That escalated quickly. <laughs> Do you like him or not? Jesus. Yeah. Hey, you, if you heard Batman, you know what I'm talking about. He's just a stupid game. Go <laughs> run home to mommy. Get a job. The other reviewer <laughs> said, uh, AGM would have several reviewers on the game. This is some of the, this may be one of the things that they copied from Famitsu, but they had this like yeah. whole like column of like these review blurbs with mm-hmm. like a power paragraph. Like, yeah, basically a paragraph from each reviewer, like uh, four or five guys. Who was Sushi X? Anyway, um, oh yeah. The other guy says Batman is back, but he's had a facelift this time. The title could easily be called anything if the main character didn't look so much like Batman. The batarangs are gone, and now one of my favorite heroes is strutting around with lasers strapped to his arm. Not bad, just not what I expected. I think that was from Sushi X, actually. Um, look up Sushi X, guys. That was a fucking thing back in the that day. That was for the Batman. Which game was that for? For Batman Return of the Joker. NES. By Sushi X? That second one was, yeah. I think so. God, how old was Sushi X? That ah, guy dude, was who, a legend. 
I still don't know who Sushi X is. I think that a was legend. Yeah, that was a f- fun like mystery <laughs> reviewer they had all the time back in the day. Right. Hmm. What was the other popular publication at the time? Well, I have a review from GamePro right here, who from oh, December 1991, they gave it four out of five. Was More often, actually, you know what? Here you go, here you go, bro. Check this out. I want you to read this one from GamePro oh, yeah. magazine. More often than not, the sequels to classic games just don't stand up to the original. Fortunately, top of the line graphics bring Batman: Return of the Joker to life as an original saga whose smoke and guns deliver different, and in some places more, bang for the buck. We've got just one complaint. Why give the game endless continues in a password system? This is one of the best NES cards of the year, and that's no joke from Earth Angel. Nice. <laughs> that accent's great, man. Clearly, Earth Angel forgot of the many, many comics where Batman had to stop Joker by the password system. Exactly. Oh, I didn't get that while I was reading it at all. Famous one. Same guy once again, Naoki Kodaka, made the music for this game. Oh, nice. The last one on our list for this episode, guys, we have made it, uh, nice. is Batman nice. for the TurboGrafx-16, which is a system that no one but Kanye West had, <laughs> basically. Uh, oh, my God. I say Kanye West because he apparently joked a few years ago that he was going on to name his album TurboGrafx-16 because that he loved correct. the system so much uh, growing up. Wolfie, I'd like you to read this because I am not black, <laughs> and I don't know, being a minority. <laughs> okay. New, new, no one in. is black here. No one is black here, but I feel like being a minority is better than me reading it. Hey, deep down, I am very black. <clears throat> My next album is titled TurboGrafx-16. As of now, Kanye West, at Kanye West, February 27, 2016, Twitter. Just just on some super nerd vibes, one of my favorite gaming systems when I was a kid, Kanye West, at Kanye West, February 27th, 2016, Twitter. So, yeah, he was was pretty, yeah, that was it, but he did tweet about it. I read it in my own hood voice, I de-blacked it, I made it more Latino, it's cool. (laughs) We're safe. Okay, so, yeah, uh, so he was pretty serious about making a TurboGrafx entitled album i was excited about that which is weird right i caught the reference i remember reading about it back in the day but n- basically no one had it like have you ever heard yeah. of the turbo graphics 16 ben no have <laughs> you heard about it wolfie thing. okay <laughs> wolfie i'm it, like i have no it, idea what the hell this is it had a very distinct like smoothing uh, like smoothing uh, property to its computing or something. The images looked very different than like the Sega Genesis, Super Nintendo, or the NES. It wasn't quite as pixelated. It was a little bit more. I don't know if that had something to do with the way it processed the images, but it was very distinct. Bonk. Yeah, it it did have a different look. Yeah, Bonk was their mascot, like Sonic was to Genesis and Mario was to uh, Nintendo. Bonk was this like cute caveman character. Bonk, uh, and it, and. He looked like his name sound. Yeah, he had bonk. like his big bald head, and he would he would bonk people on the <laughs> with his head, basically. Bonk and they had like cutesy, 
cutesy, like, uh, dinosaur graphics. Actually, pretty good game. Turbo Graphics is actually not bad, and, and it did outsell yeah. the Genesis in Japan. Cause How the much Genesis, did it cost? The Mega Drive had basically no presence in Japan whatsoever. Like, not really that much at all. Really? But this, it, 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 it did actually outsell the Super Nintendo or the Super Famicom in Japan a little bit, like, for a few months. Just like the Genesis outsold the Super Nintendo mm-hmm. in America for a few months. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, with Genesis was definitely, like, the third system not very popular at all in Japan, although it does have uh, its fans there. It breaks my heart to hear that. Genesis, although trivia, kind of a side trivia, sold more than Super Nintendo regularly in Brazil. Uh, strangely enough, Brazil is also the only country in which the Justice League movie did better than Avengers, I think. Really? Like, wow. Brazil, Brazil's weird. Brazil has, huh. like, a, their their culture is, like, I think they accept DC movies more than Marvel there uh, to some degree. Yeah, and, uh, and Genesis... They're big on anime. Yeah, but, dude, anime is huge throughout Central and South America and yeah. Mexico as well. Yeah. Mexico's North America. Yeah. But, like, yeah, anime is huge in the Spanish, Spanish-speaking world. Fucking ridiculous. Anyway, that's a whole other topic. <laughs> <laughs> You know? So what was this? What was this game then? Okay, so getting back to it, no one had a Turbo Graphics back in the day. No one had a Turbo. Not that many people, except for Kanye West, of course. Uh, for unknown reasons, because yeah. he was rich. Exactly. For unknown reasons, this game was never released in North America. Huh. So I should be saying this is a this is a PC Engine game because that was actually the name of the Turbo Graphics in Japan. It was called the PC Engine. Even mm-hmm. though it wasn't a personal computer, it was a video game system. So mm-hmm. anyway, this also, trivia fact, uh, probably the only Batman game that was a Japan-only release. Weird. Did it do well? Okay. Uh, I don't think it did that well, but uh, <laughs> I have to look that I up. I wonder why. Yeah, from the way you we described it, it one earlier, it had to have been I wouldn't up. think so. <laughs> yeah. But you see what I mean about how smooth the graphics are? Look at the backgrounds. They're so smooth. I'm glad you brought that up because that was actually my next point, Wolfie. Uh, Segwaying into that, Uh 16 is actually a misnomer because it actually had two 8-bit chips. But that does not... sons of bitches! If you have two 8-bit chips, that does not actually make your system a 16-bit system. Uh, You have to have... You have to have at least one 16-bit chip, not two 8-bit chips. So it's basically mm-hmm. a super-powered 8-bit system. The Atari Jaguar, very famous for this. They were known for being called the first, maybe not the first, but they were a 64-bit system. But actually, they just had four 16-bit chips. What and a bunch of freaking criminals. Yeah. And, and how and much did fu- that system sell for when it came out? It was like 700 bucks. Also, you remember their fucking slogan was "Do the math." Yeah, <laughs> fucking a. It's a sixteen-bit system, man. You're fucking I don't lying remember to that, us. But I knew I didn't trust them to begin with. So yeah, it was basically a it was a it was a turbocharged eight-bit system, which is fine. But yeah, this really speaks to how the '90s were all about those bits, and people talked about <laughs> the bits. Who oh, ain't about those bits, baby? They were always talking about bits until. 
PS2, people stopped talking about bits at the PS2 level because I remember when PS1 128. PS1 comes out, they were still talking about 32 bits. Sega Saturn also 32 bits. N64, it's in the name. 64 bits. So <laughs> bits Say were bits big again. at this time. Bits were very big in the 90s. Yeah. Very big. Dreamcast was put Supposedly it was like 128 bit, right? I saw early ads. Like, yes, yes, it was kind of like way. PS2 level graphics. Yes, you're like, right. All right, where are we at now? 1080 bit? How many bits are we at? I don't know the the bits the bits are I don't even know what the bits are now. Who the fuck knows? Who are you anymore? calling a bit? You're a bit. <laughs> you're a bit. So <laughs> I think we're running many, into the ground. So anyway, this is this is Sunsoft's <laughs> final game. This game is also made by Sunsoft. The game was tied into the movie, Hell but yeah. we're saying based on a little bit loosely here, uh, <laughs> because uh, it does have the games the, the it has the film's locations a little bit like like kinda, but it doesn't really have a plot. There's basically no plot for this game. Mm-hmm. So what's okay. the what are the loose connections of the movie? So it kind of has the locations. Okay, so it has four levels, which have twelve stages. So I guess three stages per level. This is on the Turbo Graphics sixteen. Turbo Graphics sixteen slash yeah, PC on. Engine. Yeah, the cathedral level was actually only had one stage. It was the last one. <laughs> Batman must collect the beauty products that were that were used to poison people uh, by the Joker. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, that's the first level. Second level, Flugelheim Museum. Batman uh, got it. Must clean up the museum's paintings that were stained, <laughs> stained by the Joker's henchmen. <laughs> damn it, Joker! Got to, got to scrub all the floors. Please, please tell me there was like an eight-bit or sixteen-bit version of the Prince song playing right then. That's beautiful. oh, probably not. It's not. That's all. Where does he get those beautiful toys? <laughs> in text. Oh, yes. hail the new king in town. <laughs> Anytime you heard a voice back in the day in a game was like a fucking event, right? That were like oh, you yeah. would not hear voices that much. <laughs> Third level, Axis Chemical Factory. <laughs> Batman must connect bombs to blow up the factory on X's on the X's marks to blow up the factory. I guess well, that, he's that blowing does, it up. That, well, that makes sense because he does. He blows it up in the movie. Oh right, yeah. I I think I kind of forgot about that, but yes, that is what that is what happens, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> See? The next yeah, level, yeah. Gotham City. Batman must cut wires that hold the balloons that are used to, uh, you know, with the Smilex gas. I think he's controlling the Batwing in this level too. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Pretty faithful okay. adapt adaptation. Yeah, it sounds right. more faithful than the actual Batman '89 yeah. games. True. And then the last level, the Cathedral, of course, Batman must defeat the gymnast Joker goon Lawrence and the Bell Tower Joker goon. And then he must finally confront the Joker as the last boss. Wait, so they actually named him Lawrence? Yes. You know why? Because <laughs> he asked in the museum scene, he says uh, he asked Lawrence to turn on the boom box to play the Prince music. Yeah, it's that guy. It's the guy with the handlebar mustache. <laughs> That's yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I'll uh, send you the it's link right now. Amazing attention to detail. It's pretty good. It's it does have that like PC feel to it though, in the way that they've structured the levels, the way you're kind of looking at it. You know, it took up the entire four three aspect ratio of the screen. Yeah. You the thing about not this that, game though, that, it, it yeah. kind of feels like they were making another game, and then and then it got like 
hey, we got yeah. this Batman license, so let's let's just slap Batman. Let's make, let's change the character to Batman and the villains. Okay. But the but the rest of it kind of feels like, all right. I don't know. Like the level design kind of feels like an afterthought to me. Okay. Uh, but it does have. It's kind of an action puzzle game. Uh, Put a cape on a guy. Some people say it's actually like similar to a Bomberman game as well. Right. Uh, another game called Crater Maze. Like it does. It's. I don't know. It just feels like they kind of changed. And now. So, something from another another game's engine or something. This camera angle is top down, but not isometric. This is like a flat plane. Exactly. This is not isometric. Yeah, and and I I, I seem to th- I just find that that was a, a more of a, like a PC thing. It really took use of that space in a lot of early games that way. But when you got to console, I'm just saying it seemed like the new dimensions started to become more apparent. Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> it says that the ori- originally it was going to be more of an action 2D platformer, more similar to the NES version that we have seen, okay. and the Game Boy and the Genesis version. But uh, the it says that work uh, versions that Sunsoft worked previously. This prototyped version was shown in a Japanese gaming magazine, but for unknown reasons, the game ended up being this completely different, weird action puzzle game. I don't know why they did that. Okay. Um, har- okay. Hardcore I, gaming. I can excuse the puzzle stuff because you know, world's greatest detective type shit. That's yeah, true. It should be in there. It should be. It should be in there, but it seems just too similar to other kinds of games. I don't know. I just feel like there's something where they they didn't have enough time, so they 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 took elements from another game or something. I don't know what it is. Something about this is, is this game is fishy to me. It's fishy. To be f- to be fair, I like actual puzzle solving would probably be a little closer to what Batman would do than collecting 500 Riddler trophies, as he will That's later true. on. Ooh, That's true. shots fired. I'm out of here. <laughs> oh, That'll be in the next episode, but yes. <laughs> Just kidding. Woo, let's do this. Hardcore, I'm heated up. No, but he's got a point there. You know, there could be a good balance. and But you covered that, I think, Andrew, later. Exactly. Yeah, thank you, bro. <laughs> HardcoreGaming101.com uh, said that uh, this PC Engine Batman game is not bad, but every gimmick in it will be exhausted long before the game's many levels are completed. While the previous installments don't outstay their welcome, this one gets boring even before it's half over. <laughs> <laughs> now that shot's fired. <laughs> Woo. Honestly, this one I feel like I- I'd love for the for the Japan only release to be the better Batman game, but it's really just mm, not the not. case. The NES game was it was a dump, really superior. It was a dump. You can tell. There's no way to upsell it. You can try. I mean, there's a reason that they kept it only in Japan. They were like, ah, it's not good to release internationally. You know? Yeah. Uh, Maybe Weekly <laughs> Famitsu magazine, which is what EGM was copied. EGM copied this game, this magazine called Weekly Famitsu. Uh, okay. A lot, but that magazine gave it a 63 out of 100. So kind of like, you know, okay reviews. <laughs> I played this that game myself D. via emulators. The game is, if you buy it for TurboGrafx-16, which I do have now, thanks to, by the way, RetroCo. I actually did Woo. use our, I bought a system through our fucking um, sponsor. If you've listened to episodes in the past, I did buy the uh, Turbo Graphics or PC Engine, rather, Japanese version. So I own one now, but I don't own this game. This game is like well over a hundred bucks. Retro gaming uh, market's getting fucking crazy lately, by the way. But uh, nice. yeah, 
I don't know who the composer is, but it, it is actually known for pretty decent music. Alright guys, wow. that concludes the early years. Apologies, but there's just way too many Batman games to cover in one episode. It. We did cover, I think, the major uh, ones that were released. Uh, next time, we in our next episode in this ongoing series, we will go over yes. the Arkham games. But just before you say, uh, I didn't mention any more. I didn't mention enough. Let me get these out of the way. I'm sorry I didn't mention... <gasps> Batman for Game Boy. Batman for Genesis. Batman Returns in 1992 for almost every system at that time. Batman, the animated series for Game Boy. The Adventures of Batman and Robin for Genesis, Sega CD, and SNES. Batman Forever in 1995, 1995 for almost every system at that time. The Adventures of Batman and Robin. Activity Center for Windows in 1996. Batman Forever, the arcade game. I actually had this one on PS1. It wasn't that bad. Batman and Robin on Game.com. Remember that shit? And PS1. Batman Chaos in Gotham on, Bat on Game Boy Color. Batman Toxic Chill for Batman. OS and Windows 9 in 2003. Batman Begins in 2005. Probably a shitload of mobile games. Lego Batman, the video game in 2008 for every system at that time. And that's not even all of that shit, but that's all I can name right now. And that's it for the early years. Stay tuned next time for the <laughs> Arkham series. Everybody, Woo. Batman, the video game's retro gaming motherfucker. <laughs> Woo, what do you guys think? Yes. Thank you for the bad two Wow. This <laughs> Holy shit, I'm primed, <laughs> locked, and ready to go. Holy schmanoli. Sounds like there was a lot of, uh, you know, rough starts and then just a lot of ripping off of Batman 89. Ooh, pretty much, yeah. I do like to see the evolution, especially, I really feel like it hit its stride when Sunsoft made that NES one. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's because I've always been a I've always been more of like a console gamer guy myself. But like the ZX ones are cool. They started it off. They're the OGs. Respect till the end, of course. But something about the NES version, especially with the wall hanging, that the wall mm -hmm. hanging mechanic really sends it over the edge. I actually I think that that helps, especially in a platformer. You know, a lot more than even yeah. batterings. Batterings, of mm -hmm. course, probably the second most important mechanic, other than jumping, of course. But you know what I mean. Definitely having a projectile in there is always important in a video game, but mm -hmm. wall jumping like Strider or whatever, very yeah. important, you know, I think so. And the purple suit, love the purple suit. I actually kind of yes. want to get a purple suit figure of some sort. Sure. <laughs> you know, right. that's pretty cool. Hell so, yeah, uh, yeah what would you guys awesome, think? Man. That was great. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Thanks for the tutelage. Yeah. The, thank you for the bad tutelage and the video Two. game tutelage. Obviously, I didn't know any of this. <laughs> I don't know two most of, of it myself. Two of my favorite things converging and there's so much I didn't know that now I'm leaving with that now I know. Yes. Holy shit. Oh, I'm actually looking forward to a much shorter list of Superman yeah. video game deep dives I could do. <laughs> but oh, there, there are some and I think that would be a very fun episode but that's for another yeah. day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually have played the Batman Returns one. 
my friend in middle school oh, had nice. it downloaded on his computer. I thought that was the most amazing thing because I'd never had played a Batman video game before. And I'm like, this is awesome. This is exactly how it should be. And then, of course, like, years later, playing Arkham Asylum, I was like, no, this is actually how it should be. There was also a Batman 89 movie arcade game that we didn't cover as well, oh, sure, but I wanted yeah. to stick to home consoles for this episode, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. a whole other deal, mm-hmm. but... Uh, yeah, that also looked really cool. I think I did play that maybe a little bit, but I don't remember too much about it. But anyway, um, yeah, I am uh, Thunderwolf Drew on Twitter and Instagram. Please join the Shasta Army on Superhouse Pod on Patreon.com slash Superhouse Podcast. That's our one dollar tier. Uh, also, shout out to Matt Herring, Alicia Cookie Noms. Please, uh, yeah, uh, Wolf. I mean, uh, sorry, Ben, take it over. Yep, and uh, to continue that list of our uh, supporters through Instagram, uh, Believe Land Management, that's my representation, uh, The Ooh. Animated Batman, Alter Bra P04 Gaming, this episode especially is for you since you're a huge gaming fan, also Cult of the Batman, as well as all of the different people who are participating in the Cult of the Bat Challenge that he started, So, uh, who have now started following us, so that is Art by Colin. Shivering Melody, Vampire underscore Batman, Gotham Dark Fox Love 8, Bat I Totem, and uh, Sign underscore of underscore uh, the underscore Bat. That is Sign spelled like Seinfeld because he combines Seinfeld memes with Batman. Very <laughs> niche, <laughs> unique uh, page that's, there that I appreciate. That's pretty funny. I'm sure Wolfie appreciates as well. So those are our list uh, for... Yeah. Uh, this episode and uh i am ben one writer on instagram but uh i spend way more time on the superhouse pod instagram that is superhouse pod as well as the superhouse pod twitter and i'm wolfie cruz you can catch me at wolfie c-r-u-z-z on instagram i haven't posted there in a while but i also have a facebook group called the overly critical hyper analytical movie club Go join that. We talk about movies. I bring up different topics all the time. We do lists and shit. It's really fun. Um, also, check me out on Instagram at Sentient Meme Generator. That's my meme page where I make original memes that I think are funny. So you might too. Um, also, I share other memes and it's fun. Later. If there's any other games you want us to cover in detail, if you feel like we missed anything, let us know. Send us an email to superhousepodcast at gmail.com or slip into Deep our dive. DMs once again on the, on the gram. Uh, Superhouse Pod there. Ben mainly uh, heading that one up, doing amazing shit there. And uh, if you, as you've probably been hearing at the beginning of our Superhouse episodes lately, uh, we, have, uh, we have the uh, voice shout outs coming in so if you want to be part of that please use your voice record app on your phone iphone has it droid has it open that up record something like superhouse is awesome i love superhouse fucking love superhouse anything could be anything doesn't matter and then he means share android that. send when he android. Says droid send that <laughs> press the share button send it to superhousepodcast at gmail.com and you also can be on a Superhouse episode, just like you've heard Woo! at the beginning of this one. Come join so, us. Yeah, it's join coming us. in. It's happening. Catch us in the next episode in which we cover the Arkham series. See you next time. I'm out. Ben signing off. Ho, 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 ho.